The Astros have been accused of cheating by using equipment. The Giants hire a manager and the baseball writers pick their awards winners. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball, where we got some juicy storylines here. Some fun, some excitement. Uh, it's maybe baseball. Jake, you always want this, has taken the top story in sports in the offseason, dominating the content calendar. Way to go, baseball. Good stuff all around. Oh, wait, it's a bunch of cheating and a bad look. Damn. Well, this episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by Sam, Warren Novascone, Charles Stillman, and Alex Broad, our most recent Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash johnboymedia. I need to give out the jerseys from the raffle winners from October. We've been in a crazy spiral, so that will happen. And there will be a winner for November as well. So join up, $2 a month. You help us out as we grow. And we're hoping to start really pounding the extra content for you guys as well once we kind of get going here in the off season. My name's John Boy, coming to you from Manhattan. And I got Jake. He's in Denver. And he looks really good. And he's really excited to talk to you guys. And Jake, floor's all yours. Damn, what a lead in. That's that's how we do it. Awards. Yeah, man. What a day. Uh baseball won. Uh Tuesday, November twelfth. They won the news cycle. Everyone was talking about Mike Schilt and that NL Coach of the Year award, so that's good for baseball. Um, yeah, and I don't know. Are we past accusations with the Astros cheating? Um, I mean, uh, I'm kind of talking to the right guy, but... Well, you have some firsthand accounts from inside the... the, the oh, we'll back up. Yeah, we're a little past accusations. Yeah. We're a little past accusations. Uh, it's happened. And, oh, my God, are the Astros fans in a tailspin, Jake. Oh, a lot of backs against the wall. Oh, oh, I, I admire them. They're backs against the wall right now, and they are just throwing punches and kicks, maybe some scratches, maybe they'll spit on you, and they're just doing whatever they can to deflect. Oh, well, that's how all their arguments start. It's like a muttered sentence where they don't know which excuse they're going to use. Well, oh, 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 oh. That's what the Astros fans are doing right now. There's a couple I saw that are pretty taking it in stride and be like, this sucks. And uh, I mean, we'll get into everything because there are other teams doing this. Um, it's not just the Astros and all that nonsense, but it's a bad look. Yeah, I, I had one one guy gave the uh, uh, fe- a fellow named Scott, and he, I mean, he he showed his cards pretty quickly that he was <laughs> an Astros fan. Not arguing with any logic or facts, but he was he was fighting. He was on the front lines, and you need those guys. I, you need them. <laughs> I admire them, dude. They're cl- I have this woman who's like one second in a paragraph. She had me. She was like, "Who the fuck is this, Jim Bob?" Which <laughs> is great. That's good. <laughs> That's great. Old Trump tax. Just say the name wrong. She's like, <laughs> she goes in the first paragraph. She's like, probably lives at home with his mom, watching Astros video all day, and then in the second 
part of the, the tweet. She said, and then sends it to the Yankees to help them cheat. And like, that's badass. You have me like at home with my yeah. mom. And now you have me as a secret informant for the Yankees. Like, am I super cool or super lame? Make up your mind, lady. Yeah. That that sounds like the start of a pretty cool like magazine. Like that's the next Marvel comic. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For for my guy Scotty, he's like, okay, so we've got one piece of evidence, and we're rolling with this. And I was like, well, we got a lot more now. Yeah. And so I dropped. I, I was like, I know this is lame, but I knew he he was back against the wall, scratching and clawing. So I did the gif of the classic Scotty doesn't know me. <laughs> So I, I I put that and I said I was like, hey, I know this is pretty this is this is a layup, but you gotta make the layups. Like I, I know it's not the most creative gift, but I, I know it works right here. And Scott goes, Oh wow, very clever. Next time don't let your kids run your Twitter account. <laughs> and I was like, You're gonna try to clever me and you're using the old video game excuse that's been going for thirty years. Oh, my little brother had the remote. It's like, get out of here. I appreciate that you're scratching and clawing Houston. Um, let's see where this lands. I'm trying to find this this lady. Cause <laughs> it's she just went off. I woke up to one guy, an Astros fan, who had messaged me like five paragraphs. Yeah. Oh, well, that's him. That's him. Yeah, that's another one. So whatever. It's it's fun. If you have no idea what we're talking about, we'll back it up even further. So the Astros cheating with cameras and any team cheating with cameras has been a uh, a thing, a rumor, uh, a hushed conversation for a couple seasons now. And I don't know why, but Mike Fires, who pitched for the Astros, then went on to pitch for the Tigers, and now he's with the uh, Athletics. He broke Giancarlo Stan's face and has a stupid beard that, like, there's a patch on his face that he can't grow, so sometimes he swirls his beard around that. Well, I think that's a pretty normal beard for a lot of people, so thank you. He's thrown two no-hitters. Um, Mike Fires. Uses pine tar? Mike Fires. Um, everyone does. Just getting all the info I have on Mike Fires out on the table now. Okay. He, he went on record with our my dude, Ken Rosenthal, and said... They have a system in place where they have a camera on the catcher and then they have it fed, wired to a computer in the tunnel and there's a guy's watching it and there's a guy next to the garbage can that bangs on the garbage can for off-speed pitches. Danny Farquhar, so that's an inside source saying, yeah, that was part of it. I don't like it. I try to tell any new pitcher when I'm on other teams, hey, this stuff happens, so be aware of it. Danny Farquhar guy from Shrek who almost died and then made an awesome recovery. All of every, that's everything I know about Danny Farquhar. He, uh, he says, yeah, I heard it. I was pitching against them in 2017. And I was, every time I, the catcher put down the change up sign, I heard banging. So I changed the signs. And that's what I, that's what we found on the video that I did the breakdown on. If you go, all right, anyone that's bored as fuck, Right. If you're bored as fuck after you listen to this podcast at your office and you have the ability to have downtime, go to YouTube and type the words in all caps at AT, then H O U, all caps, 2017. Um, and that will give you all the full games that are on YouTube, right? So at Houston dash 2017. 
that will give you all the full games that MLB or any YouTube account has of games that took place at Minute Maid Park in 2017 and just go to the 7th, 8th, ninth inning and you'll hear banging before breaking pitches. I was doing it last night. It's too easy. It's literally almost every game. So, I mean, this is why we see catchers throw multiple signs with no one on base. The only reason they do that is because they think people are off cameras. And announcers used to kind of scoff at it and say, oh, everyone's hypersensitive now. Maybe the players know some shit we didn't. Maybe they knew yeah. this was really happening. So, I mean, that's it's kind of everything. I, I've been told to go look at the playoff film, which I'm going to try and look at that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It sucks. It it sucks, and we're we're gonna do awards on the second half of this episode. And I mean, it it even it trickles into stuff like that. Jordan Alvarez wins Rookie of the Year. Um, you know, did he know what pitches were coming for part of that? Did John Means get screwed over a little bit? We'll do that a little later. But yeah, and it, it's uh, I'll give the generic thing just because again, it, I, if you're a baseball fan and you're listening to this, you probably know. Uh, but you know there. If, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That that phrase has gone with every sport throughout the years. and there. But there is a fine line. And uh, our, our guy, Jeff, Jeff Passant, passing, I saw him on uh, SVP Sports Center last night, which, again, hey, baseball was talked about on <laughs> SVP Sports Center. We did it. Um, but he said and it, it was a really good delivery by him. I, I'm going to give him a... Uh, slap on the pooper at do his at delivery meetings. He goes, well, he basically said that he goes, you know, it, you know, cheating has been a part of baseball since day one and or sign stealing has been a part of baseball since day one. And then he pauses and he goes, but there is a fine line in the Astros cross that line. There's gamesmanship. Um, and then there's breaking the rules. Yeah, it's it's you know, and and we've seen it for years. So like, I I guess you know, Houston's gonna get shat on pretty hard. But know that <laughs> this has literally happened for years. We've had telescopes in the outfield going back to like the nineteen twenties. Uh, we we've had all sorts of stuff. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's there's an aspect of this has been done before, but it's also with technology getting better. Um, I mean, right, right now, basically the assumption is they have a live feed focused on the sign the camera's giving, guy in the dugout ready to whack a trash can uh, if it's an off-speed pitch. I was just on some radio we, show. We'll talk about that guy's job. That I, Okay, so I was just on some radio show this morning. Tucker, this is rude of me, but I honestly don't know. Tucker Ross show, home and home with Tucker Ross, something like that. Uh, they had me on, very nice of them. And I, I kind of stumbled into that thought process that you just had. Like, who the fuck's that guy? Just yeah. all game, just with a baseball bat. And then like a guy looking at a computer, off speed. Boom. Boom. <laughs> like, give me the footage of that dude. Imagine, yeah, they're, imagine casually they're walking thugs. by that and it's like a guy hunched over at a computer screen and another guy with a baseball bat. And like, you just walk by and like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, we're giving the guys the signs. Yeah, I uh, I would I would love to know more about that dynamic. You know, I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. Exhausting. I heard a rumor that it was Taubman was the one banging the gar the garbage cans. Yeah, that's that is the big rumor swirling the internet that yeah. all of this is Taubman. Yeah. Um. 
Which, by the way, I do respect the hustle on Astros fans saying that. <laughs> like, if you, they, they've if you've said got, that. If you've, if you've got, I mean, they're saying it jokingly, but if you've got a guy already going down with the ship, yeah, yeah, fucking Tobin, yeah, just, just tie that anchor to Toby. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's and it's uh, like you were a big part of the reveal to the world yesterday with the video, and it's I, as I told you. Um, I rarely like to fluff your balls, but uh, I think it's some of your best work. And like, like when Danny Farquhar steps off <laughs> when he calls for that third changeup, you're like, "Yep, okay," because <laughs> because like you could you could start playing these games where it's kind of a yeah, maybe this is a coincidence. There's some banging going on. Maybe maybe they just know what's coming. They're really good with sequencing. Then when you see him step off, it's kind of like this. Oh, yep. <laughs> so everyone knows what's going on, and they they have the the ex-players. Mike Fires is on the forefront, and people were guessing at the other um, former Astros who, who were involved in this um, and, and, like, giving confessions, basically. So, yeah, it's – I mean, it's not good. Uh, I mean, thank God. Dude, n- no, it's a big thank God here. How about if the Astros won it this year? Yeah. Like, how how bad would that be for, for where we are right now? Um, Maybe it'd be even more fun. And, like, we, we said that... I think we said that during the World Series. What was the game where... Uh, oh, Ren, Rendon hits the home run after the, the, the interference call in the baseline, and we're like, thank God that happened, because that... That saved everyone some terrible baseball drama. Um, thank God Washington won because this would this would be ten times the story. Yeah. Um, otherwise, a lot of people <clears throat> are wondering like what happens, and I would probably want our thoughts on what happens. And I disappointed the radio show I was on because I said I don't think anything happens. <clears throat> I I'll prepare myself for baseball to not do a thing because baseball's gonna baseball. Well, something's gonna happen, <clears throat> but. Light, it's, it's light, what, it's fine. however you label anything. Light, fine. Uh, I feel my, I want big things to happen. I right. want the MLB to well, say <clears throat> that, say what you're feeling. Well, I want them to, I don't think they will, right? Well, give us both. Uh, I don't think titles or anything should be rescinded. Fuck that. I don't care about that. Like, rescinding stuff, I think, is so lame. And anyone who like rejoices in something being rescinded, like come on, where I don't get over it. Astros won the World Series, <clears throat> catch him in the act. But I do think there should be some harsh penalties moving forward. I think they're going to go back and look at all this footage, and like I just told people, go find it. Anyone can find it if you're listening for banging. And I think, I think in 2018, 2019, they they changed systems or whatever because like that was so obvious. Yeah. So I I would like harsh penalties. I don't even know what that means. Like draft picks, fines, um, all that stuff. I'd I'd like teams to not feel like they can do this because a lot of other teams are doing this. And it sucks that the Astros are going to have to be the scapegoat here and the example setters. But there's also a reason for that. Everyone hates these guys across baseball. Yeah. Like not, not just fans. Like I have people reaching out to me that I can't say, so whatever, but are like, hey, do this more. Check out this game. Check out this game. Like, this is, we need this to blow up. 
people within baseball. They want the Astros to be taken down. So I don't know why the Astros are hated from within they, uh, the smugness or how blatant it is or whatever, but. Well, it, it was the smugness. It's, it's Taubman. It's um, a little bit that fan base that was, that was ready for a dynasty that now <laughs> looks, looks a lot different. And that was um, one, one of my favorite things yesterday was like, Hey, Houston PR after winning the ALCS is like, Ooh, we might have to start prepping for the world series. And then it's like, Oh, well, we've got an assistant GM who mocks domestic violence. Um, <laughs> we, uh, and then we tried to ruin a reporter's career. Okay. And then we lost the World Series. Oh, and yeah, now we're cheaters. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of a tough cycle. Yeah, I, I think what's going to happen is that they're going to get, a, and it depends what you consider a big fine or not a big fine. Um, and Passan talked about this a little bit. He uh, that I think they can get a fine. It's like two or three million max because there's there's like rules in different CBAs and stuff about this. Like if if you are caught doing this, these are the penalties. Um, And so I I think it's loss of draft picks and there's there's a a decent fine. Um, But that's not enough. Like if if that does if that is how this all ends and it's like, well, yeah, it says it says we could take away five of their draft picks and fine them three million dollars. Guess what? They don't give a shit. They won a World Series. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, when you talk about something drastic happening, like I, we're not going to get to the level that they actually put an asterisk in the book. I think it's just going to be something known that that goes on with this team. When you do look back in history, they're not taking down flags or anything. They do need to take it. A step further and I I don't know I'm I'm running hot from yesterday because I listened to some Bart Giamatti stuff which was actually awesome um former MLB commissioner and he's well known for being the guy that suspended Pete Rose um I don't know they need to find a way to make Houston an example because guess what if you're an organization and you're just gonna lose ask every fan base and organization if they could trade a couple draft picks and $2 million for a World Series because they would. Um, so they need to find a way to make an example. I don't know if it's something with Hinch. <laughs> I mean, can you, can you like ban Hinch from baseball? Like that would be, that would be a nuke and that would, that would keep managers on their toes. I don't know. They need to find something to make an actual example of them. Cause, cause what we're talking about, I mean, 2017 Altuve wins the MVP. They win the World Series that year. We're going to talk about Jordan Alvarez winning the Rookie of the Year later. And that's part of Mark, Mike Fire's speech that's important. Is He's like, yeah, man, when I was on the Tigers, we had young pitchers going in there, and I was like, their career's about to be ruined because <laughs> they're not going to get through two innings if these guys know what pitches are coming. And it's true. Like The, the actual day-to-day ripple effects of this are awful. Yeah, it's really bad. And I, I mean, I'm just watching my notifications come in and just like remembering all the, the scratch scratch it and claw and Astros fans are doing. Someone's like, Oh, so they cheated to pop out. It's like the results don't matter. The Astros were better on the road in 2017 than they were at home. There's still a really good baseball team full of really good players. The yes. results don't make the cheating less using technology to get the pitches is bad. Whether it helps you win or it doesn't, it's against the rules, strictly against the rules. 
Yeah. And it's, yeah, I saw, saw people coming out with those stats and they're like, well, it doesn't matter. And it's like, well, that, that's not the point. It's um, not the point at all. It's not the point. And you don't know how much it matters. What if they were supposed to be a lot? What if they were going to be worse at home? Um, you know, what if, what if there was stuff they were doing on the road? I know some players were hinting at that the other day. So, um, I don't know. Like that's the part when, when you opened with accusations, I said, we're past that, but there's still, I wouldn't say tip of the iceberg, but there's still a lot to unfurl here. And, and what was actually going down and were they doing stuff on the road? And that, that one chart that guy posted, um, in the feed with the, uh, walk to, what was walk, it? walk to strikeout, right? Strikeout percentage minus walk percentage or something like that. And it's a pretty, it's, it's like you, you said this, uh, and it's, it's one of my favorite things you've ever said, Jim, ever. Wow. Um, it was, we, we were working with a, <laughs> a chart one day and it, it just looked like a fake chart. It looked like if you were, if you were making a movie and you needed a <laughs> chart in the background, oh, yeah. like it, it looked like a fake chart. This chart looked like a real chart, but it looked like it was perfect. It was exact correlation. Like, you know, the all 29 MLB teams were just a little better, or a little worse at doing uh, at from their strikeout percentage minus their walk percentage, except the Astros, who they were their own little place. And it's and it, I it was funny. I I I didn't fully bite my tongue, but one of the geeks came in and was like, "Well, you know, you the, these are still good baseball players, and you you know that it doesn't seem significant enough with the cheating." And it's like you have no idea the significance of the cheating. All yeah. I have in front of me is a graph that has all the other baseball teams in a line, and then Houston's not in that line with cheating allegations. They they referenced Pete Alonso. They're like, they were like, well, Pete Alonso hit the most home runs. That doesn't mean he's cheated. And I was like, well, if you found out he had a corked bat, that would mean that. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Baseball's in a little bit of a titty, tizzy. We've got Astros fans' backs against the wall. We've got analytics people trying to defend it with analytics when it's like, hey, hey, you guys, you wait a second because we'll use you, but cheating is cheating. It was the Astros fans. Wow. Good. It's <laughs> pretty good. Good man. podcast visuals. <laughs> oh, it was for the YouTube crowd. YouTube yeah. crowd only. Uh, and do we have anything else on this? I'm, I'm very interested to see where it lands. Interested what Hinch says, because when the Yankees said they were heard whistling out of the dugout and stuff like that, obviously, hey, you know who was on the New York Yankees in 2019? Cameron Mabin. You know who was on the Houston Astros in 2017? Cameron Mabin. Then Cameron Mabin told his teammates in the ALCS, hey, listen for some uh, stuff coming from their dugout. Plausible? In my head, it's plausible. So the Yankees are on high alert. This is rumored within the walls. Hey, check out when you play in Minute Maid Park. Listen for stuff coming from their dugout. Yankees listen. They hear some whistling. And then A.J. Hinch just scoffs at it. <laughs> if I knew it was that easy to get in their heads, we would practice that at spring training. Hinch, we see right through you now. I liked you. I thought you were a super cool guy. Super cool guy. Nah, a smug bastard. There's only one way to lie, Jake, and it's to be smug about it. If the MLB were to give out a significant punishment, is is Hinch the guy? I have no idea. All I know is that they can, if the MLB wants to, spend time and money, they can do a full investigation. They have 
the entire 2017 home games, all 81 of them, they have the isolated audio of just the park. I don't have that. We don't have that. They don't offer it right now. They can do an extensive look into this and listen for the banging, and they can ask people within the inside, like, hey, can you corroborate Fire's story? You were in there, you know, and it should be a very easy investigation. Like, people on Twitter are saying, because all the asters are saying, we don't have anything, and, like, some lawyer chimed in. It's actually, you have enough to go to trial right now. You have enough. You have inside witnesses. You have evidence. Like, you have testimonial. Like, you have enough right now. And that's what you're saying is past accusations. We kind of have enough. So we'll see how MLB acts on this. I'm not holding my breath. And I also, if make it stop in the future and have the Astros be embarrassed about it for now. And that's enough for me. Basically make it stop in the future. And I think, I think the other thing that we, we unfortunately need to address because, because maybe some, some of the crazies are on here that are saying just, that it's just Yankee sour grapes. Um, a, I think you're going to find out in the coming months or so that it's it's not just Yankee sour grapes. <laughs> um, does it suck that the Yankees lost to them in the ALCS twice in the past three years? Absolutely. Um, and if depending what actual punishments come from it, um, but no, it's it's just there's when you get introduced to the world of baseball. I mean, there's like, there's a couple things you learn. It's like, okay, don't step on the foul line. That's, I mean, that's a little more gimmicky, but I mean, you just don't, you don't steal signs in an unorthodox way using technology or anything outside of the realm of the baseball field or context clues. And it, that's, that's the part that I think sucked for us the most, Jim, was that we saw the tipping pitches this year in, in the, you know, who was it? Glasno for the Rays. Yeah, he wanted he he kept his hands lower if he was throwing off speed, and his hands higher if he was throwing a fastball. And it's like that is the beauty of baseball, um, like being able to find that out and being like, "Yup, game time," and then cheating. It's cheating, gamesmanship, and cheating. Yeah, I think that that's all we have to say on this one, which will. And this first half of the show and and this portion of the YouTube video. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening. We'll be right back if you're listening to the podcast after a little break. Welcome back. The fun stuff. The awards. And Gabe Kapler gets hired by the San Francisco Giants, which I think my quote was last episode, if you don't care about winning the next two years, just fucking hire Gabe Kapler. And honestly, it all adds up. Gabe Kapler comes in. He'll fuck around for two years while they don't care about winning and they're trying to just shed contracts and uh, get get new prospects up and running and shit like that. And then they'll hand the reins back to Bochi. Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest news. Your your Bochi goes away for a year or two and comes back theory is fully on with the Gabe Kapler signing. Um, you feel bad for Joe Espada. Joe Espada is a baseball guy who's now entering that territory where he's interviewed for a lot of MLB jobs that like he just can't be the sexy candidate anymore. Um, 
Like he almost needs to go away from interviewing for MLB jobs for like three or four years. And then it'll be like, Hey, you know who never got his chance? Who's a really good coach. Joe Espada. Yeah. Uh, you know, Joe Espada, so actually, I heard uh, a rumor that here comes a lie that no, no, this is I heard this. Okay. You heard this. Yeah. I heard Joe Espada sat down and said, you know, we got a couple things that we were doing in uh, Houston that I'd love to implement here. Kind of help the batters anticipate yeah. a little better. I'll tell you if you hire me. Yeah. That's what I heard Joe said in his interview. That's uh yeah, and I, I know we we have to stop talking about Houston. And it's cool that you heard that somehow. Uh-huh. Um yeah. the only guy that was kind of denying the Houston stuff was Carlos Beltran. And no, it's also convenient. Carlos Beltran is is trying to get a managerial job. Has one. <laughs> so I uh yeah, it 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 got one. Um so yeah, I, I if I was him I'd be <laughs> I'd be full cold shoulder and working on the Mets, babe. Um anyways, yeah, Gabe Kapler. Um I don't know. I kind of he's a much better fit for the Bay. He's this he's he's a ripped up. He's kind of a Bay Area guy. He's like roped up, yet he's kind of soft spoken, a little a little offbeat a little bit. The Bay Area might come to like him. And it, here's here's the trick. There's going to be one next year is going to be a bad year for the Giants. They're going to lose um it's so Gabe Kapler needs to make sure it's not so bad that he gets chopped after one year and then he's got one year to earn the managerial job before Bruce Bochy comes back and we still don't think they're going to be good in two years but if he can show improvement and if the team can like him he'll get a third year but uh otherwise yeah I mean this uh the the my my quick hitter line that I was going to use on you that I thought you'd like was this makes the Matheny signing look great yeah, Gabe Kepler. Why hire him, Jake? Now the, like, the if, Phillies had like some. He didn't have like the best pitching staff or bullpen in Philly, but no one was really sticking up for him. Inside well, that, or that, outside, no one was like, you know, that guy deserves another shot. He got a bad break here. Like there's that didn't happen. Uh, whatever. Well, that, it's, that's it's great for breakdowns. That's the weird part. He like the Giants owner, uh was it Far Farzad Zayan? I slaughtered that. I wasn't even close. I thought um, I thought like you sounded like when I go to Google Translate audio, like that's perfect. Yeah. Uh so the Giants owner, I'll I'll leave it at that. Farzad uh, they Quasi. said they said Kapler was his number one the whole way, which like that's like okay, that's odd. <laughs> that's odd. Shouldn't have gone in. Shouldn't have gone into it with that idea at all. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Can we dive more into that? What <laughs> yeah. Do you, what do you mean? He was my number one all the way. What does it mean? Why? Basically, why? <laughs> Just give us the reason that it would be that. Um, and yeah, I, I think that was funny though. There was a report that they they did do a thorough like they went through Philly. They talked to uh, p- people in the organization, people on the team, and they said they got rave reviews on Kapler. So. Um, maybe it's just the Phillies wanting the Giants to lose the next couple years. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Good. The Giants got their man. No, it's a, it's, he's hired to get fired. <clears throat> you got to replace, you got to replace a, a beloved manager by a franchise <clears throat> that 
expects to compete every year and they expect the organization to put the top quality out every year because the Giants have been pretty good at that. So I think this is a recipe for disaster because Giants fans are going to really feel hopelessness for like the first time. Now, they've they've lingered on it. Last year, though, they got some hope. They didn't trade. They were going to go after that wild card spot. And I think these next two years are going to be like full on no hope rebuild and we don't have our beloved manager anymore. And Kapler's just going to be such an easy target because he is because of the way he goes about himself. So I'm excited for the breakdowns and I think um, he's going to get absolutely roasted. Well, you, you know, his game plan, it's the, the fence is getting moved in six feet for the bullpens. Just aim over there now. Guys. I will say this. Gabe Kapler was the only man in Major League Baseball, but that honestly didn't know sign stealing with cameras was going on, and he is appalled. What? In our yeah. sport? Because that's how he handled every fight with an umpire. Call the game fair. <laughs> He's, he hasn't been able to get out of bed. <laughs> I don't know if Just I want to distraught. be part of this league anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so good job, Kapler. Congrats on the new job. He's not going to be able to stay tan in San Francisco. Prove us wrong. Their son. Yeah. Their son. Yeah, San Francisco is pretty overcast. Like yeah. eleven months of the year, you're not tanning. That's Gabe will be tan. He'll go to some salons. They spring training. He's got baseball. some sprays. They do road trips. Like he's Gabe Kapler's going to be tan. Don't be disappointed by that. Would you think Gabe Kapler has like a very sad shirt tan line because he wears the uniform all the time and like hat tan line? I think he spends majority of his off time eliminating tan tan lines. He might have some at home sprays, a booth in his house. If if you, if I see a shirtless Gabe Kapler and he's got a farmer's tan, I'll be pretty disappointed in him. Like you got a reputation to uphold here. Yeah, I think I think again you kind of got to spin this hipster style. I think that plays in San Francisco. Like, bro, look, check out Gabe Kapler in those tan lines. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. You want to move on to awards? awards. So, Jake, I was uh, going crazy with the video yesterday and all that stuff. I texted you this morning. Who won? <laughs> Who won stuff? Uh, yeah. So I, you are going to have to remind me and the audience who won and who'd they beat and who was up. And don't they have like the official voting breakdowns? Like we can see who voted for who. I believe they do. I saw a couple links um, just like, I, excuse me. I didn't see links. I just saw a couple like screenshot images um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where you find that, but I guess it's out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, we had, we'll, we'll do the rookies of the year first. Cause those, those came out the day before, um, in the American league, it was as, as you heard us mentioned, Jordan Alvarez, uh, he ends up winning the Astros mighty DH left field first baseman. Um, he did crazy stuff. If you're a stats, if you're a stats geek, go check it out. Um, because it, what he did in like his 83 games or something is, is unbelievable. His, uh, all season he was breaking records that were, 
Uh, the last guy to do it was Pujols, and just just a lot of special names. Um, so he ran away with it. Um, I don't know if these are first place votes or if these are total, but it looks like uh, Jordan Alvarez won thirty five to nineteen over Eloy Jimenez. So there, you, there you go. He did it. He did it. Uh, it all makes sense. It makes sense to me. Sure, Jordan. Or, yeah, who's upset? Th- like, who's most upset? Soroka. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's the National, that's National League. League. Uh, John the- Means came in second. Brandon Lau came in third. Eloy Jimenez, Kevin Bish. Dude, it's Jordan Alvarez and the landslide. Yeah, Jordan Alvarez won big time. He had 30 first place votes. Um, John Means had the most second place votes, 16. Yeah, I guess you can find the complete results. Cool. Oh, check this out. Uh, hey, good job, baseball writers. Wow. <laughs> Across the board. Well, Jim, they- it's easy to hit when you cheat, bro. No, but across the board, Alvarez got every single first place vote. There's consensus always there's one, always one asshole. It's consensus. My what I love doing is finding the asshole voter and saying take their vote away. Like if if ninety nine percent said Alvarez and there was one fucker who's like oh, I think it was low, then I'd be like take that that guy gets he gets his vote taken away for a year because he's being dickhead about it. I like that. Um, And yeah, this is something you hate about the rookie of the year voting, but it's my favorite is that, I mean, like Vlad Guerrero ends up finishing seventh. Um, And, you know, he's he's still expected to have this crazy career. We'll see where guys like John Means, Brandon Lowe end up. Um, Mercado got a third place vote. I think I think if you're uh, yeah, Oscar Mercado, our guy, he was he's an athlete. We'll say that. Um, Luis Arraez. yeah, I, I don't know who's mad. Is it's Baltimore? It's they're saying Jordan Alvarez doesn't win if they're not cheating, and John Means would have been a nice, a nice rookie of the year to put on the the Orioles rebuilding mantle. Give us something. Give us anything. Give us something. Yeah. Well, whatever. We, I'm not happy. Watch to, this. I'm I'm fine with a lot of these voters uh, for this, but I will get mad at someone soon. So let's keep going. Okay. The National League. Pete Alonso wins. Mike Sarelka comes in second. Fernando yeah. Tatis Jr., who really was the biggest rival to Alonso, but got injured. So yeah. this again was Alonso in a landslide. I, I called this even if Tatis stayed, because I think Rookie of the Year is very much a storyline vote. There's no hard and fast rules that it has to be who was the most valuable or who had the best season. It's just who was the rookie of the year? Who was the guy who, you know, and Alonzo winning the home run derby, which shouldn't count, but I'm telling you guys, it does. It's storyline. And Alonzo was definitely, he became the leader. Oh, shit. He became the leader of the Mets. Jake, he also won the baseball, baseball American Writers Association, whatever that is, good guy award which is yeah. the player who is the nicest and most easiest to do post-game interviews with. And usually it's like a vet that wins that. So for a rookie to win, that's kind of cool. So Alonzo wins in the landslide. We got any dumb voters Yeah, he did here? some charitable stuff. Uh, but Jim, I mean, he also led the National League in home runs. Um, he he, he oh. had a crazy year. Yeah, I wasn't trying to say um, the stats weren't there. Obviously they're there. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you're... If you're a Braves fan, you probably got yourself excited about Soroka a little bit. Um, And, yeah, maybe 
and and we're going to we're going to hear the opposite of this argument when we start talking about manager of the year but there's a little New York in this like Pete Alonso was the Mets and he was like a shining light for them in the polar bear Soroka's kind of this quiet Canadian dude who just went out there and shoved 174.2 innings of 268 ERA ball um I mean pretty wild year by by Soroka and very impressive probably wins him rookie of the year in a lot of other years but uh yeah I mean Pete Alonso man uh 53 homers <laughs> 53 homers that's insane um good good for old pistol there's one guy that didn't give him a first place vote I mean it has to be an Atlanta guy no a San Francisco guy Oh, yeah, but he grew up in Atlanta. Oh, Come God on. damn it, Research dude. for a second. I was going to ah, I was gonna be mean to this guy in like a joking way. So I went to his yeah. Twitter. He retweeted my video, so I'm not going Boom. to. That's how you Bruce. win me over. I'm pretty easy. Andrew Baggerly. Why didn't you vote for Pete Alonso? You had Well, Soroka had a higher war. I saw yeah. Pete Alonso naked, and I liked it, and I don't want to vote for him. Okay. J.J. Cooper, oh. good vote. Tatis got a couple seconds. Who's, who? Oh. Reynolds got one second place vote. Yeah. I so, mean, that was Joe Frasaro. No, it was. Guarantee ben, it. Ben Fredrickson. Yeah, it's Joe Frasaro's friend. Joe Frasaro. <laughs> that guy's funny. I'm going to his Twitter now. Okay, he didn't retweet any of my videos. What are you doing, Ben Fredrickson? What are you doing? What are you doing? Coda right. Hudson, Victor Robles. So yeah. There's not a lot of people upset about either of these, right? Like manager no. of the war is more con- manager of manager of the year is more contentious. These we we had each each division had two maulers and and each division had a mauler and each division had a pitcher. Uh, the Maulers won. All right. Now we go to manager of the year in which yeah. both winners did not get the most first place votes. Gotta love the system. Well, didn't, didn't Rocco and Boone tie? Yeah. So he, so Rocco didn't get the most first place votes. Well, he tied for the most. Yes. Which means he did not get the most. He shared the most and Schilt didn't get the most. <laughs> You can't get the most if someone else has the same amount as you, Jake. That's just You're tied for the most. Yeah, which means he's but not a standalone leader. He's not standalone, but he did. So have if the you most. tied for first place, you'd brag about coming in first place? You're tied for the most. I mean, that's just a fact. This is, this is semantical, but you sound like a loser. <laughs> but mine's right, yeah. They're both right. <laughs> if me and you I mean, he bo- had the most. He didn't. He shared the He's most. He's tied for the Boone. most. Yeah. It's, yeah. Whatever. It's still weird that neither manager had the most first place votes. Schilt got outvoted in first place votes by council, and Boone and Rocco tied. Kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, let's let's do the ale first. Uh, Rocco Baldelli wins it for the Twins. The Twins have a great year. They set the. The MLB home run record, which we've talked about a couple times. I mean, even even when you take a step back and you just hear like the Minnesota Twins, um, you know, a, a team decade ago that used to be 
not a poverty franchise, but they weren't going to re-sign their stars, and it was were, the Twins. The Twins were going to be good year by year by who were their young guys. They were almost like the Rays a little while back, um, and they have a crazy year, hundred plus games. Um, the argument that's going against them is that, uh, well, a Aaron Boone, his Yankees had the most wins. Well, it of, of the managers listed, um, his team had the most wins. They had the most injuries ever by a team, um, which again you start talking manager of the year, diversity stuff, blah blah blah, adversity. Excuse me, not diversity. Um, and and then the big thing is, and Jim, I, I mean, I'm going to give you most of the credit for this. Uh, I mean, they played 57 games against Detroit, Kansas City, and the Chicago White Sox. Three of the worst teams in baseball this year. Three teams essentially trying to lose. The White Sox weren't at first, but then they were. And the AL East was a tougher division. And it's it, it's it's just tough because, okay, let, let's say you're one of these non-Yankee persons, and you're going to sit there and say, well, the Yankees had a massive payroll. Boone doesn't get manager of the year. You know, a, a lot of guys could have just juggled all the injuries and and bring up these no-name players to have special seasons. Anyone could have done that. I mean, the Twins' opening day payroll is 114 to the Rays' 68, and a lot of people thought Kevin Cash was going to win this if it wasn't Boone. So I, I think that's where this gets even more bizarre. If you just talk to baseball people, I mean, it was kind of, I, I won't say clear-cut, but I think a lot of baseball people ended up leveling out and being like, Rocco's the third guy. Because if you're going to play the the Yankees card, then the Rays win. And if you're just going to look at everything as a whole, you know, what Boone went through this year in a tough division is insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, you said a lot of what I wanted to say. And it, a lot of it is, hey, keep your bias out of this. It's talking baseball, not talking Yanks. Fuck that. The Twins weren't that good. They played so many games against teams trying to lose, and they didn't have a good record against teams that were good, Jake. What are we looking at here? Rocco yeah. Baldell is a first-year manager, and he did good, and everyone's like, oh, the Twins were so bad last year that they, you know, they improved so much. They fucking went out and got a lot of talent. <laughs> it's not like yeah. Baldelli took the same 25 that were terrible and then made them into winners. They fucking signed guys. They were never injured, and they played against teams that sucked, and they had a bad record against teams that were good. Cash should have been over Baldelli. Like Baldelli was the clear third of these three. What did yeah. he have to deal with? Uh, he had to deal with when his team gave up a lead, when the Indians caught them in the central, but then they, they traded at the deadline and got hurt again. Um, oh no, that's not, that's not good stuff. That, that was twisting the knife a little bit. No, I mean, it, it, it the overshadowing thing is like the twins won the central. Um, when everyone had Cleveland before the season. And yeah, I, I think, I think I genuinely, genuinely do think this. And if you're going to call me a, a, a Yankees homer or whatever you want to call me, that's fine. But Yankee bias went into this vote. Um, if this, uh, if this pity, was any, it's a, pity, it's a pity vote for sure. If, if the Yankees had a different team name and even if they had the payroll, which, you know, when, 
if it was the Red Sox who, who who they had the biggest payroll the other year, if it was if it was the Dodgers, if it was whoever it was, and they had all the injuries the Yankees had, this team literally set the record for most injuries. That's not hyperbole. That's that's fact. Um, and then to go and win the AL East, which hey, that Kevin Cash guy we're talking about who had who had who was in this race, he's in the AL East. The defending champion Red Sox, although their season fell apart. They're clearly a better third team in the division than what's going than the Chicago White Sox were in the Central. So it's and uh, Kevin it, Cash it's really had to tough. Deal, Kevin Cash had to deal with a lot of injuries as well. This is straight up a pity vote, and they little old Minnesota. They're trying so hard. Let's give them their due. Honestly, it's insulting to Minnesota that Baldelli got this vote. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, moving on to the NL where we have Schilt not getting the most first-place votes, but winning. Craig Council got the most first-place votes. Um, the Cardinals did go on a very impressive run at the end there. Uh, so I I don't... The voting system's weird. Part of me loves that Schilt got hired from college and never was in an MLB dugout ever, and now he's one manager of the year. Part of me likes that. Um... Both teams had to deal with a lot, like Yelich going down and then the Brewers going on that stretch was a lot of managing. Like it was a lot of managing from council. It's a lot of, okay, we don't have starters anymore. We have throwers mixing and matching. And they used the most bullpen arms through September. Like they used like 25 guys through pitches for them in September. And they went on an insane stretch. That's managing. Like that's a lot of what council did, but Schilt, I'm saying it right, Schilt, Schnitt. Schilt. I always feel like I say it not wrong. Not Schnitt. It's not Schnitt. Schnitt is it's the Schilt. third place guy. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, Schilt, the Cardinals, they were in that division as well. They end up winning the division, which counts because they were in the middle of it for a while and they took off at the end. So I think both are deserving. Uh, I don't have as many hard feelings either way, but uh, what do you got on this? I think this is the one where we we just did our most bicker off. I mean, Craig Council with three more first place votes. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty wild um, that that he walks away without the award. Um, at, at the same time, you're right. I mean, you can defend it more. I mean, what the Cardinals did this year was was pretty special. I mean, we we wrote them off a few times. You know, when we were talking about the Cubs. And we we're talking about Milwaukee. We're like, ah, oh, these teams are kind of fun. I think we literally said, like, who are the who are the sexy players to get into on St. Louis? And we found Jack Flaherty, and that got exciting. Um, but yeah, it, and I I think the bigger thing you need to know going into this vote wise is that Brian Snicker wasn't going to win. He won last year, so that's not cool. Um, the the Braves didn't they didn't take enough of a leap. So it came down to Council and Schilt. And yeah, I mean, this one is bizarre that. Uh, I would you would actually have to go through the votes and say council got 13 first Schilt got 10 first why did Mike Schilt get 14 second place votes and why did Craig Council get six seconds um I I don't know um, so I'm doing and, my little witch hunt here Jake sure these are the people that didn't vote for council in first second or third at all are you ready Richard sure. Morin from Arizona Republic okay what's your the deal Morin. what's your deal rich 
He hates counsel from his Diamondback days. The big news media from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Eugene McIntosh, no counsel. What's your deal, Eugene? Yeah. Joe K from Cincinnati, no counsel. What the butt? Kyle Newman from Colorado. Oh, no, no. Nope. Yes, Kyle Newman from Colorado. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's weird that like he has the most first place votes and then you just leave him off. Whatever. There's a lot of options here, though. Like a lot of people got votes. Roberts got some second place votes. Why? Yeah. Snitker with some. Lovolo. Lovolo got some. Why? Why? Why'd he get some? Fighting D-backs, babe. Yeah, I, oh, I don't dude, know. They're and fucking... Ah! Oh. Yeah. Lovello got <laughs> two third-place votes, Jake. Yeah. From the fucking two Arizona beat writers. Yeah, Jim, you didn't see what he went through this year, dude. The system's so stupid. So that... that yeah. That cost... One of the Arizona dudes wanted Lovello to get some love because he's their manager... And that cost LaFello, that cost Council uh, winning. So stupid. So stupid. And then that's the reason why Boston and New York don't win these awards a lot, because their media hate them, don't love them. But if you go to like San Francisco or Cincinnati, their media like wants to like, hey, we're doing some good things over here. Vote for our manager. And in New York, they're like, our manager's fucking trash. Let's blast him on the back page. Yeah. It's a little bit of the difference. Yeah, they do, they do need to like I don't know. We we need to whittle down the options a little more so that you know Terry Francona doesn't get one second place vote and um even Dave Martinez which is hilarious in hindsight but that's why these are regular season awards. I mean, he gets 15 points when there's four guys ahead of him like maybe bring it down like they they need to do almost a Heisman Trophy round where they bring do do a round and maybe bring it in a little bit and then have everyone vote for four guys or whatever it is because yeah. it, it you know yeah sure give give those other guys credit and and why actually no no why give those guys credit for being the fifth place manager of the year who gives a shit I don't I don't you were fifth out of 15 I wouldn't clap. And half those teams were tanking, so you were basically average. I clap for that. All right. I clap for that. Oh, average. Let's hit him with a break. <laughs> All right, Jakey, Jakey, Rattlesnakey ate himself. And then wakey, bakey, stoner head. What's up? What are the next awards that are going to come our way? We might be doing hey. later today or tomorrow. <laughs> hey, thank, thank you. Thanks for the introduction. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. um, so today, James, you know what's getting announced today? What's you hear that? about this one? Have you, uh, have you heard about this one? Hey, let me tell you about this one real quick. Cy Young Award. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are the options? Can you tell me? I hate award season, so I'm out of tune. But I'll 
I'll be in tune. I mean, wait, so, it's it's Colin Scherzer? Colin Strasburg? It's in the AL. Uh, Cole. Winner. Verlander. Second place. And Charlie Charlie Morton. Third place. If that's not how that lands, expect, we have a big problem. Are expected to be the top three. Yeah. Um, and then in the National League, the National League gets pretty... Some some weird wild stuff, Jim. Um, I mean, weird, Degrom, wild stuff. Scherzer, Strasburg, Ryu, Flaherty. Say them again. Say them again for me. Degrom, Scherzer, Strasburg, Ryu, Flaherty. I actually want to like look at the stats on this one. But he's actually going to look at the stats this one time, people. Yeah. But I don't have this set up. How would you do this? Is there like this already set up somewhere? I can do it. I mean, not really. I can do it. We got DeGrom. Okay. And then I'm going to go. I'm going to go. So we're giving it to Cole in the AL. Yes. I mean, he. Yeah. He, he, the AL should be Cole, Verlander, Morton. And there will be some fucks that vote for. They change the third because they want someone from their team to get it. And it's like, get out of here. So yeah. we got DeGrom, Strasburg. Who are the others? DeGrom, Scherzer, Ryu. So no Strasburg. I don't think. Yeah, like he's going to get some votes from somewhere, but I don't think so. All right. How do you pronounce Ryu's first name? I think that's the part we slaughtered once. I'm nervous about it. Hyunjin. Hyun, Hyunjin. Hyunjin. And then Flaherty's the fourth. Um, I don't think so. like he'll he'll get votes, but Okay. I think like DeGrom's the leader. I'm pulling up a comparison of these pitchers. DeGrom Ryu, Scherzer, Soroka, and Flaherty. There's not a glaring miss right here, right? Don't think so. Okay. I'm going to make my calculated winner, okay? Okay. So I, th- I think they've... Uh, I, it's Cole, Morton, Verlander, DeGrom, Ryu, Scherzer are the finalists. So I don't think those other guys... So maybe they did do this Heisman style where everyone cast a vote and that these... These are the top three, and that's what's announced. Okay. So DeGrom, Scherzer, Ryu. Yeah. So first, what I'm going to look at is innings pitch, Jake. And DeGrom's got him by a lot. 204. Scherzer only has 172. That's a big jump. Ryu's got 182. Okay. Uh, earned runs. Don't really care. Kind of care. Ryu's got the best, 2.32. DeGrom has the second best, 2.43. We're looking at 22 more innings out of DeGrom there. Uh, Game started. DeGrom has 32 games started. Ryu's only got 29. And Scherzer only has 27. So I have Scherzer based on all that as my third. Um, I have DeGrom as the clear winner. And that's that's kind of the shrug look at each other that's going around in baseball right now. Is like I think Degrom's gonna win a, win this, and we didn't talk about him all year. <laughs> yeah, 
So now I want to look at the game logs and see who like blew the most game. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, like, well, if if you remember, Degrom kind of got off to a a bad start to the season, yeah, and then from then he was lights out. He has uh, what I look at as starts where they allowed more than four earned runs. The John Boy stat. Yeah. So Degrom has three starts where he allowed more than four earned runs, um, and he has no like his four earned runs. He went seven innings, so I'm not gonna. That's not great, but it's not. You didn't, he didn't blow those games. But six runs, there's three of them. Ryu, Jake, he had, same thing, three starts with seven earned runs, and the rest were pretty good. But he just doesn't have the innings that, that DeGrom has and the starts. Now, a lot of people care about strikeouts um, for this I don't care how you get out. Just get the guys out. I think the best pitcher pitches the most and allows the least amount of runs, and I don't care in which way he does it. I know that you value them more than me when looking at this. Do you have – I mean, if that's the case – I mean, case, it, it's, it's, just, it's just a way to show domination, and I think yeah. Ryu, Ryu would get hurt in that. Scherzer gets a little bump, and DeGrom is still right there. Yeah, DeGrom should win this. Yeah, he's just, he's just got the better body of work. It's 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 kind of funny that the the NL Cy, Cy Young vote was really exciting like right after the All-Star break. It's like, "Whoa, Ryu's putting together a special season. Scherzer's going to be there." There's just n- no DeGrom talk the, the whole way. These guys get nicked up. Kershaw was in it for a little bit, and then it was it was just it's the definition of slow and steady wins the race. Like uh, DeGrom just did his thing after April, and it's looking like he's going to be back-to-back Cy Young Award winner, which that's crazy impressive. Good for him. Good thing you wanted to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. I think that ends everything. Covered a lot. And we had some fun along the way. And that's just always key, you know? I have a couch cushion on my desk right now to try and help with uh, yeah. Echo. Is that cool? Oh, no. So, studio. My most my most viral video ever. Now I have the couch cushion behind my head. Maybe this See, helps. See, that's cool. Maybe this helps with the echo. My most viral video ever, Jake. I needed to make sure the echo wasn't there. So, I, I right. surrounded. I built like a pillow fort for myself on my desk. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Just having a pillow on your desk, not cool. Well, that's what it's I was not a for. pillow. It's a couch cushion. I mean, like, everything you've done since has been so much cooler, and I think you need to acknowledge that. You're balancing it on your head right now. Thank you. Thank you. So where you started and where we are, thank you for listening and talking a bit. Leave a five-star review. Say, Houston Cheats. Houston Cheats. Uh, yes, please. Leave a five-star review and say, Houston Cheats. And also, the Pirates. Yeah. Wake up. You don't have it's almost a- time. You don't have a GM still. You don't have a manager still. Wake up. (laughs) Pittsburgh Pirates hire Mike Taubman. Pittsburgh Pirates are the only team like, well, no plan. You knew Gabe Kapler was your guy from the start? Wait, Padres, you knew that Jace Tingler? Yeah, that's actually pretty good. You knew Jace Tingler was your guy from the start? We had no plans here. We kind of thought Hurdle, we were going to ride Hurdle till he died, and then there's, we bailed on. But they're still they're so old school over there. 
What's spring training for? <laughs> Are they keeping Clint Hurdle in the organization, or is he, like, gone? I think he's gone. Because he should be gone. Gone! No, he's... Gone! He's, 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 Clint Hurdle decides to retire from baseball. Yes, because... Obviously. Yeah. Same reason I retired from playing. Yeah. No one wanted me to. All right, that ends this show. Thank you, guys. We'll see you probably tomorrow to recap the next two awards. <laughs>